0: You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we are here with one of our, our favorite clients, Arthur Elliott. Now, you've probably heard about Arthur Elliott, and if you haven't, than you need to. We did have the founder Andy on our podcast recently, but we are not talking to Andy today. We are talking to Lee and Sophia Calderon, who are a father daughter duo who work. At Arthur Elliott. Now, let's talk a little bit more about that. Now, creativity has always been a valuable commodity in the business and and, and in marketing. Um, And it's really kind of changed the way people look at things over the years. It's not enough to go from mailers to TV to social media. You got to make your work stand out in whatever, whatever channel you're using. And that's what Lee and Sophia do. Now, Lee is a classically trained artist and architect who knows how to build marketing from the inside out, starting with great visuals, connecting them to great ideas. Um, he has, you know, the, the lint of his colorful touch to, you know, several different campaigns in his work all over the country. And now he's bringing that work and his daughter into this team. And we're so excited to, to, to really see how that works. I am fascinated with families that can not only work together, but strive. Because me and my wife talk about this all the time. I don't think me and my wife could ever (laughs) work in the same business. And now my kids, I'm like, I don't know if I can work with them either. So so this is going to be fascinating. Uh, But thank you so much, Lee and Sophia for joining us on this episode of the Brand Builders podcast.
1: For sure. Thanks. We're so excited to be here. Thanks for having us.
2: Absolutely. Great to see you and and thank you for your time this morning. So we we know this isn't a fa- father-daughter business per se, but you find yourselves working together in the same small business. How does it feel to be on, on the same team with, with your father and with your daughter?
1: Um, <laughs> um,
3: honestly, it's been better than I ever expected. Um, it's been almost easier to think creatively because I'm literally part of his DNA so we just bounce mm-hmm. off of each other naturally we have such a close relationship at our during our home life that work life just became a more professional version of us bouncing off of each other so mm-hmm. it's been great
2: for me. yeah
1: for me you That's better what? have a good answer yeah. too uh, Lee. <laughs> i was i was getting nervous there. <laughs> um yeah likewise for sure it's um it you know i equate it as an analogy really to you know when you have bands that are put together different members come from different walks of life which is great for the richness and and that sort of thing and then comes along the band where it's like made up of siblings and there's just this harmony, this unspoken connection, obviously. And, you know, you start to finish each other's sentence. In this case, you know, visually, conceptually, whatever. And, uh, you know, not to say there's favoritism, absolutely. But it's it's more about just naturally. It's like you almost think you said it, you know, but or vice versa or whatever it is, you know. So it keeps things moving. It's pretty exciting.
2: I know exactly what you're talking about. Avit Brothers comes to mind. Um, their synergy and just the way they sound and the music and the harmony they put out is is incredible um, yeah. and they've been playing music together their entire lives, you know yeah, um, yeah. So uh, go ahead, Brian. Yeah,
0: I want to learn let's talk a little bit about, you know, Lee, you first and and your design history getting into this business. I think it's pretty fascinating that Sophia got to really grow up and, and you definitely lent a hand into her being not only interested in that, but you guys used the word DNA. It's almost like being creative is in the DNA, but that's also something that you have to grow um, as you go throughout your career. Tell us you know, what, what brought you into, into this type of a career and give us a little, uh, a little history you know, on, your, uh, on your background, Lee.
1: Okay. I'll do my best to make it uh, not painful, but, <laughs> uh,
0: as we all know how
1: that could be when somebody's like, uh, telling their story. But in a nutshell, basically, uh, I grew up in a family of architects. Uh, my father my brother etc and uh so always fascinated with uh art and really design but when you're a kid you don't know it's just something that maybe calms your visual ocd or whatever um and then uh basically studied went into architecture then uh eventually uh, went to art center college of design made the shift there to design and advertising uh, which was to me all about ideas. And it was, you know, I was fortunate enough to go there. It's a great school. Um, had great mentors. Uh, then uh, pretty much just did that. I, I always did art, always did art throughout my whole life, still do art. Um, that's a personal passion of mine. Um, but uh, yeah, so pretty much evolved there, uh, you know, grew up in Southern California. So I worked with Uh, different agencies there, even uh, Widen and Kennedy up in Portland. Um, And time went by (laughs) uh, just, you know, making stuff and, uh, and uh, yeah, you know, so fast forward, here we are. Um, But yeah, the passion's always been there, you know, but uh, yeah, even my mother was a, a fashion designer, wannabe but she ended up <laughs> breaking a family you know the kids and all that so she made a sacrifice but i don't know just always grew up with you know the idea of making stuff so and i think that my, you know my kids uh sophia is one of three i have two others and one's into film and animation and the other one is uh into game design nice. so very it, cool. you know the conversations around dinner table are Pretty much predictable, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. But interesting. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, so you've um, you said you've worked for a number of firms in California, Colorado, those areas. What part of the West Coast vibe sort of
1: developed your style? Um, I'd say what part of the West Coast vibe? I'd say the part that was really about vibrancy and freedom. Mm -hmm. and whether i was at art center and that was instilled in me and it felt like a literally a playground um and then a lot of the agencies out there have that kind of mindset so it was pretty cool um but yeah and then here i am on the uh, east coast uh you know for three years now yeah how's that transition been yeah it's to me it was kind of like uh you know, like if you're an artist in a studio and you're kind of like you've been painting all these canvases for some time and then you're thinking, oh, what's that canvas over there it's sticking out? Let's give it a shot. And then you put it on the easel and there you go. You're off to painting a different kind of painting.
0: So, so what brought you to Charlotte? Uh, you know, at this city, I've been here since 2010. It's a huge melting pot. Now, I grew up in a lot of different places um Kansas being one and then Georgia and then you just kind of made my way over to Charlotte. But there are a lot of people making the leap from California, from New York, from places that maybe weren't kind of a, a, a I don't say a hotbed of talent coming to Charlotte, but it's amazing to see what some of those people have been able to do. And we always talk about in the branding world fashion and design comes from the runway, right? Well there's two places where that happens in California and New York. And whatever they're doing in about five years from there, it might be ten over here in Charlotte, but it, it makes its way, you know, to this area. But now that you've had so many transplants, it seems like Charlotte's such a vibrant, such a creative city that doesn't get a lot of credit for that. But we've kind of created this melting pot full of ideas and full of these different, you know, ways that people have grown up. So how has that helped you? And and really tell me about that journey. You know, why'd you even come to Charlotte? And how have you kind of taken those home values and really created a name for yourself here in this city?
1: Well, yeah, that's a great uh, segue and point. Uh, I guess the way I equate it is, That rather than walking into something that's already been in the oven, it's kind of like going, hey, let's, there's opportunities here. The the ground is fertile. And if you look close enough, you can kind of sense that or see that. And then you make the decision to jump in or not. And in this case, I thought, you know what, it'd be so nice to kind of cut down the noise and focus on the work and making something happen. And that's
0: why we're here. So That's awesome. Yeah. Sophia, so for you growing up and, and having a family that was super creative, having parents that are super creative, what when did you know, hey, you know, like I want to be a designer. Like this could be really cool. Is it something that you knew your whole life? Tell us kind of about your journey and then we'll jump into how you guys work together. But I want to understand where you fell in love with not only the design aspect of it, but now you've turned that into a career.
3: Um, So similar situation to him as far as just always being attracted to art and making things and coloring things, of course, as a child, Um, it wasn't until, gosh, I don't know how old I was, but I was pretty young whenever I got into his home office at one point and Uh went on his computer. let's go. I found found Adobe Illustrator. And I started messing around with that. Not on any of your projects, I don't think. No, 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 no. <laughs> I
1: hope not. Yeah. You, you probably um, fixed them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: no, know, but I, I just remember playing around. And then obviously not knowing any of the tools or what even Illustrator was. Um, I was little. Yeah. And so I was just messing around with things and clicking around. And I remember I discovered the pen tool at one point and mm-hmm. how to color and fill things in. And I started creating little nature uh, designs, I guess. Yeah. So, like a bird, Birds. my grandparents, like his parents, uh, have that in their house still, right? Like my little bird I made. That's awesome. <laughs> things like that. I so, was blown away. <laughs> so, and I don't know, I just really loved it. And it just came naturally to me uh, to create those kinds of things. And then it wasn't until I was old enough where you're like, what do my parents do? You know, (laughs) like, what does dad do for work? So once I was old enough to start asking those questions and discovering that I had an interest because I was like, oh, that sounds cool. It's creative and it's on the computer. And okay, I get it. Cool. So just growing up, especially throughout like high school and early college, just getting more and more into that world. And of course, you have Google. So I had YouTube, Udemy, Masterclass and my dad. And that just kind of is what consumed my world and made me interested. And once I got to this point, um, I I guess it was early 2021 is when I was like, ready to start actually dipping my toe in the pond of like agency life and what that would look like Mm -hmm. and becoming an intern. And it happened to be at the same time Arthur Elliot was looking for a design intern. So it was kind of perfect. And, um, you know, talked to my dad about it. He talked to Andy. Andy looked through some of my work because I do have a portfolio online and it just was meant to be. And <laughs> so here we are and it's been awesome. <laughs> That's very,
2: very cool. What So what type of work do you, each of you focus on at Arthur Elliott? Are you on the same team? Do you work together or different lanes or what's going on there? Yeah,
1: well, as a creative director, I pretty much will oversee most projects, uh, especially if it's obviously very creative driven, et cetera. Um, so yeah, Sophia work on a lot of branding projects. you know, we have a team. Uh, sometimes everybody contributes to that particular project to really you know keep it nice and competitive and rich in terms of ideas for the client, etc. Uh, but yeah, it's it's great you know it's it's we work as though you know we're just colleagues and that's pretty much it. it we have healthy discussions and whatnot.
0: So I have to ask, when, when, when did this connection happen where, you know, did you go to, to Andy and say, yeah, we should hire Sophia? Or did Sophia, you know, just put in a resume and not even tell dad that she's going to apply to Arthur Elliott? How did the connection happen there? Because I'll tell you a quick story. When my, my father has worked for the same company for 42 years, it's an aviation insurance. And I always thought, hell yeah, my dad's successful. I'm just going to go work for him. You know, this is going to be perfect. And my mom, when I was 16 years old, she looked at me and my twin brother and she says, you are never selling insurance. So I knew pretty damn quick I wasn't going to be working for my dad. And it was probably a good thing. I mean, I'll be honest. I get, I get to do a really good job. I get to host a podcast. I get to work in the creative world. I love it. But tell me about wow. how that all happened, because uh, I think it's fascinating. I think it's so cool that you guys work under the same umbrella. And, uh, and I'm just interested to see how that kind of happened.
3: Well, I went to him, my dad, um, pretty much showing interest and saying, like, I'm ready to start, you know, getting into agency world, having that experience, building my portfolio, et cetera. And I knew we needed to have a conversation before I even Mm -hmm. applied or Mm -hmm. said, go talk to Andy for me and let's make this happen because of, i mean working with a family member it's it's a weird thing it's weird for your coworkers and like what they might think and nepotism yeah. comes to mind and stuff like perceptions
1: that perceptions right
3: yeah. and so we needed to like i knew we needed to sit down and have that conversation and set boundaries and
1: mm-hmm. you
3: know him setting his boundaries etc um before we made that decision so then once we had that discussion yeah i don't know how you went to andy but you can explain that part. <laughs> <one. laughs>
1: Well, we were drinking beer. Um, <laughs> Perfect. You know, I mean, Andy's a great guy. So, you know, very open-minded and, you know, we all know him and et cetera and what he represents. So, um, and just in conversations of where we were with the agency and the need for creatives, but without necessarily going for, you know, high level at that time, etc. cetera. And so then, you know, timing is everything as we know. And so it was like, well, you know, golly gee, you know, my, my daughter, Sophia, is interested, blah, 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 gave him the scoop. And so then, again, being open-minded, thought, oh, well, let's talk to her. And then next thing you know, it was like one thing led to another. So it was really great. I mean, you know, like Sophia said, she had some stuff that she was able to show and, you know, she sold herself. You know, I, I made a point to kind of step back, get out of the equation there you know, for just how things might be perceived. And uh, I said, you know, you're either gonna earn it or you're not. And she's got a great uh, work ethic and, you know, um, kind of like a perfectionist and really hard on herself, etc. And I, for sure, I think have qualities similar to that. So I knew that um, nepotism or anything remotely like that was not gonna be part of the equation because I expect you know the work to be of a certain caliber, so on and so forth. As you know, it's all about the work. So you know, there you go. I, I knew it was going to work. You know, if Andy was open to it. So
0: that's so cool. You, you, I want everybody go to arthurelliot.com, dot uh, Check out the picture of their company where it says culture is everything, and that will give you a great idea of not only who the people are, but if you ever get the pleasure to meet the team over at Arthur Elliott, uh, you can just tell they're real. You can tell. You know, from the history of Andy's father and family and how they started their business, The core values have not changed. The creativity continues to to just kind of blow our minds. And the brands that they represent are are some of the biggest brands in the country, Napa being one of them. Uh, If you're a business that's looking for creative help, they are our number one uh, resource. I've had great conversations with them, and we run a parallel path with them as a business. But it's such a unique uh, organization. And there's so many people in the marketing space now, right? But you, if you really want to elevate your team, you need to have a team that truly cares, that's going to dig into what you're trying to achieve. And I think Arthur Elliott does a better job than than most, if not everyone, in that category. So I want to talk a little bit about that business. With both of you working through Arthur Elliott, I gave some reasons. Obviously, I'm biased why they should choose you. But why, if a listener right now owns a business, owns an organization, and they're looking for help, why should they choose Arthur Elliott? And, and why does that family type of bond, not only you two being in the same family, but really the entire Arthur, Arthur Elliot family really elevate what they can do for your company.
1: Uh, that's a great question. And you know it's funny because as we know, anything or most things, I should say in the world of business is such a commodity. Um, and really, if you look at that and you kind of want to dominate and not so much compete, uh, you want to be the ones that are you know sought after, et cetera. That, um, you know, especially in this age, we consider so much and rely so much on data and insights, which you have to to understand the dynamics and behavior of your audience, so on and so forth. And we do that. We, you know, we delve deeply and try to uncover the truth. We, we try to uncover behaviors, understand the market, et cetera. But the difference, I'd say, uh, is the fact that what comes after that? Because we all kind of digest, and I think we pretty much eat the same stuff at the table. Mm-hmm. It's what we do from that point moving forward, and that is um, a segue to what Arthur Elliot kind of hangs its hat on, um, which is the uh, kind of like the slogan or the whatever the tag of humans and ideas. And it's and it's once it becomes humanized and you know looked at through a filter of being humans and and really creating as a human and really developing the ideas that's where we push ourselves and that's where i think we uh, start to make a distinction amongst the competition if you will um but uh yeah so i think that's it and and the culture comment yeah absolutely you know everybody talks about you know the people or whatever but there is something that is just really interesting under the hood at arthralia and it is about the people and there's a dynamic and really everybody is kind of like this family member, you know, it's not just the two of us, it's everybody. So it it is kind of interesting. And I think that's why it works. You know, that's why Sophia and I work, you know, together well there. And because it's that momentum that, you know, is already there. So, uh, and it shows in the work, everybody jumps in, cares and puts into it. So
0: that's so cool. Sophia with marketing changing drastically, you know, we're in the branding space and we always tell people, you know, we need to reverse engineer what you're trying to achieve to create the story through our medium to, to really get the results that you're after. That's, a I think, a question that anybody in business are asking. Like, what, what do we need to be doing? How can we market our business? What do we need, need to be doing differently? And I remember talking to um uh about, um, Blow, drawing a blank, but the guy that created Microsoft, Robbie Bach, so he created the Xbox, and one of the questions that they asked in, in the late 90s when they first came out with it, um, Bill Gates said, I needed it to, to make explosions, and I needed it to hit this deadline, right? And th- at that time, it was more about if you could put something on television, you put some ad that was just like a car exploding or all these visuals, it was like, oh my God, that's so important, and it was all about me, 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 right? Look at us, look at us. Now marketing is completely shifted away from look at us, look at us, to what are we doing in our community? How are we supporting you know the different things that, that, that we're passionate about? What are we doing for others that obviously help our business, but that's what we do and that's who we are and that's our culture? So the question is you, is being so young and jumping into this game, what do companies need to be doing from a marketing standpoint and how does a business like Arthur Elliott help them do that?
2: Really good question. (laughs) I'm i I, throwing you on the spot,
0: but I, I, you guys are great at this and it's something that every company is after, right? And, and not, there's not going to be one answer for each company, right? You guys, uh, there could be, there could be 10 different answers and they all work for 10 different companies, but one answer might not work for another one. Um, So I'm not looking for like, this is the answer, how you do it. But maybe go into more about how Arthur Elliott approaches that from a personal standpoint to realize each individual client is different. And if we understand who you are, we can market you better than anybody else.
3: I think Arthur Elliott does a really great job of that because of our culture and like the humans and ideas, it really comes down to human nature and what the human truth is about everything. We always talk about the truth that is always underneath you can dig and dig and dig and you'll finally get to the truth of something mm-hmm. whatever problem you're trying to solve creatively there's a truth behind it whatever problem you're trying to solve strategically there's a truth behind it and that's what you have to really focus on and Arthur Early, I think is does a really good job of that because of how I guess passionate everyone is there and everyone comes mm-hmm. from like such different backgrounds um that we all can bring like new perspectives to everything and we all get so passionate and I talk about this in our internal meetings all the time I just love how much passion we all have we will be like screaming at each other over logos and color palettes and whatnots, and like so where we're like wanting to strangle each other to that point but (laughs) it ends up by like the end of the meeting (laughs) after hours of this and running in circles and all that at the end we always figure it out where Mm -hmm. everyone's on board it makes sense and that's what I think makes the biggest impact is that emotion going into it, the passion going yeah. into it and the truth going into it. And that's what makes such a yeah. difference for our work and what it does for our clients' businesses, because it's real. Just like how we talked about like
1: that yeah. realness.
3: Love it. So that's a that's great
2: answer. Love it. Matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. It, it is. Yeah.
1: It comes down to, you know, we learn as with every project, with every client, you know, moving forward where it's like, you know, it isn't so much even, about the solutions it's really more about the questions it's about redefining the problem and then you keep doing that the iteration starts in that phase and then you go from there that's where the passion kicks in as sophia spoke to all of that but more and more it's it's about the question getting the right questions you know redefining the question and going from there so speaking of
2: yeah and speaking of moving forward you You all have some exciting news in regard to a a new space you're building out, correct?
1: That's true.
2: How's that going?
0: It's yeah. built. It's getting built. Yeah, Andy, it's <laughs> coming someday. <Yeah.
1: laughs> the baby is gonna come. Yeah, it's to
0: come. We just don't know. <laughs> yeah,
2: might be yeah. nine months. Might be twenty-seven <laughs> months. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. At
1: first, it's like almost like
0: watching grass grow. Yeah, <laughs> the
1: water boil. Yeah. come on. How long? That's
0: how good. long have y'all been remote so far? Because you guys, you guys moved moved out of your old space, right? And now you're kind of chilling yeah. right here until the new one is, is finalized
1: yeah we were kind of bouncing around a little bit okay. you know a little homeless if you will um and kind of bouncing around for different reasons leases and buildings being bought out and getting kicked out and it was a strange <laughs> thing and uh so yeah we're in a temporary space right now yet another one but um we will be the plan is uh i believe spring early spring around june so it's cool. kind of like everybody's, you know, hanging on, you know, hanging in there.
2: And, but, um, and yeah, so what's the new space going to be like? Is it open office really environment? Awesome. Is, yeah, I, I'm sure I can't it's wait to see awesome. the end result yeah, here um, with with all your creativity. Yeah, it definitely
1: features, you know, not to you know give it away, but it's going to feature a really nice open space, you know, some closed in offices with glass, uh, the kind of like stadium conference seating area uh a glass conference room a uh kind of like uh, glass walls that disappear and open up the outdoor to the indoor and of course flanked by a, a really nice uh bar which is awesome
2: oh, gotta have the there bar There you go
0: i probably just gave it away <laughs> like you said nothing like a good
2: cold beer to had get me creative ball. juices
0: flowing you had me at ball yeah thing. yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll, well, it'll be well, great, for, gather, it'll be it great for gatherings and having will. And, interacting is. and
1: just opening up to the community. And, and that's the main reason yeah.
3: Yeah. like why Andy wanted it to be that way was not only for us employees, but yeah. clients, other people, people who want to host a meeting at that spot, whatever it might be. And yeah. I think that's really cool. Cause again, it's that getting in touch with other humans. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: Collaboration. And, and, exchange.
0: Yeah, and and yeah. We yeah. we talk about that all the time. When, when, when COVID first happened in, in 2020 and the unknown and, You know, there were a lot of conversations. Everything's going to be remote. There's never going to be offices again. There's never going to be that space. And our business is Mm -hmm. built on relationships, coming into our showroom, sitting down, physically seeing product. And during that time, we made the investment and and moved our entire headquarters into a brand new space, have renovated everything, because we believe in having that physical space, not only for our company, but really for our clients. What's a place that we can meet, that we can create and help create your brand right there on site, see what we've done, be able to physically touch product. And I think now, after we've been in this for a while, people have realized the number one thing we're missing is human interaction you know, we can talk together right now and I want you guys to come to our studio soon. But when you see people in person, it's just different. Um, And so I cannot Uh wait to see that new space. That is going to be so cool. Um, Sophia, I want to jump into something really quick. You mentioned that, you know, you'd started to create this artwork on a computer and 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 that's been like framed now and it's in your house. <laughs> so when I was in middle school, I got introduced to this software and art. And I've I've always loved art. I it was my favorite classes in middle school and high school. But in middle school we had this this art program, it was like nineteen ninety-eight. And I created this beach just a digital print basically. It was like the first thing I've ever created. And I was at my parents' house uh, over Christmas down in Florida. And I'd originally given that to my grandmother who she passed away. I did not know that she passed it along to my parents and my parents hung that up in their house. Right. And -hmm. so when I walked Mm -hmm. in and saw it, that had my name signed and it was 1997 and took me way back into just life and it being creative. And for you, that's got to be so cool to see, you know, something that you created at a young age, but now You have the ability as an agency where your work now is put out there to not only help a business grow, but you get to see that final result. I'd love to hear from from your perspective, what was that first like aha moment? Like, oh my God, I did that. Right? Like, oh my God, I was a part of that. And I'd love to to see when you saw it because it's you're kind of taking that passion as a child and now you're turning it into not only creating your own portfolio, but really supporting businesses at a high level. And I think that's something you should be so so proud about, but it's such a cool thing to be able to experience. So yeah. when did you see that first like project you were a part of or something where you were like, damn, I did that. You know, like I was a part of that.
3: <laughs> um, something actually instantly came to my mind. So it was one of my... I guess it was the second, technically second branding project that I had. Um, and it was for Proverbs 226. So yeah. Cyril, which I believe. We guys yeah, have. absolutely. We had, we just yeah. had him on the
0: podcast. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. He's we awesome. love Cyril. Yeah. What a, yeah. what a oh, we genuine love Great spirit.
3: Dude. Yeah. So I actually got to design his whole new brand yeah. look and feel. Awesome. Yeah. Love so that. Um, that was really cool because it was for such a good cause. So that was really awesome to be part of, especially as one of my first like major projects with Arthur Elliott and I actually did that when i was still technically an intern so that was even a, like a bigger deal for me <laughs> um like i was like are you are you guys sure you won't
1: yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll You know?
3: but that's the thing is i'm naturally a very emotional person so i it's easy for me to pour a lot of emotion to receive a lot of emotion from people pour a lot of emotion into what i'm doing and again just bringing that passion into anything i do so mm-hmm. every little thing about my work, especially when it comes to branding, so logos, et cetera, even the color palettes, everything has a reason behind it, Mm -hmm. every single thing. It has to, it has to make sense for me, otherwise it's not gonna work and I don't don't even wanna do it. So getting to know Cyril, getting to know what Proverbs is about, putting in that research, but also all those feelings that are involved of those kids, the parents, Cyril Mm -hmm. himself, all of that goes into what I create So then seeing it, we actually got to go to his event, the reveal where he announced his new Mm -hmm. brand. Um, and I got to speak there and that was so like intimidating. (laughs) Very
0: cool. cool. That's awesome. It was so cool. And it was was such an honor
3: to be a part of, um, like I said, because it's such an awesome organization and Cyril's such an amazing person. Um, so that was like the biggest, I guess, shock factor. It wasn't just like your typical client. Um, it was something more than that. It was very impactful. So just yeah. seeing the website, seeing people wear the t-shirts, like yes. I have so many photos from that event. <laughs> Cause I was like, can I take a picture of you in your shirt? I was like, I
0: made that hey, shirt. Hey, please share, please share. We'd love to see those. Yeah. I will. I you will. know, I what's, was, cra- what's crazy is we, we, I don't want to give out any secrets here, but we do not record all of these live and Cyril's podcast dropped two hours ago. Yeah. So, so check it out. Literally we just had dropped, a this, fun morning. With it dropped this morning. So oh, just crazy. When you mentioned that, I was like, he, yeah. His podcast and literally just launched two hours ago.
2: Like, <laughs> and because we wild. did the T-shirts, he, he he brought us all a T-shirt. Yeah, so, so we got the T-shirts so, too. So, yeah. so like you, oh, we, yeah. We, yeah. we sometimes very rarely see our work unless we bump into someone in the community that, right. that has some branded merch on that we did or whatever. Yeah. And so that's always rewarding for us as well to, to actually receive it or uh, you know, see it around. So yeah. that, that still fires me up after 22 years doing this <laughs> type awesome. of business. That's so great. this city uh, is yes. small. We always talk it about is. that. We, it's well, the, you it, all introduced yeah. us to Cyril and, yeah. and that's a blessing. He, he's such a great guy. He gave us a, his book too that, uh, yep. oh, yeah. um, to get reading. So
0: he, we actually it's had just, him in the podcast. That's when our, you know, everything was it's rolling, just so something.
2: great to know that, you know, we're all in this community and that we have so many folks that, are interested in helping others and giving back. And I, yeah. I think that's to your point about Charlotte and, you know, mm-hmm. being in this area there, there's a ton of that. And um, I I just love it. You know, yeah. um, Absolutely. We, we, it, it's a sense of community and helping others is, yeah. is what it's all yeah. about. So.
0: Definitely. Before we 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 get you guys out of here, what is the best way for them to get in touch with you? If they're a business, they're interested in getting in touch with Arthur Elliot. Tell us a little bit about how our listeners can contact y'all.
1: Well, the agency, you mean? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, both. Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. Probably the best way is just hopping onto the site, uh, Arthur um, and uh, there, you can contact. Uh, I think you go. You can contact Andy uh, directly. I believe his email might be there. If not, then it's one of those info ads situation, mm-hmm. which
3: probably still goes, which Andy. will forward to him. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. So uh, yeah, um, love it. So yeah, as a starting point. But yeah, it's. I think it'd be. It's a great opportunity for somebody to see kind of how we think, how we move about the cabin and what we're about and you know hopefully we can help you out so
0: i love it some great ideas. and and before before i let you go so i'm a father of two i have a 3-year-old and a 1-year-old and i i just love being a dad and i'm trying to soak in every moment um but lee being a father of 3 and seeing all of your children grow up uh, but Sophia specifically, as, as she's next to you and she works for you, what are you most proud about of Sophia and how cool has it been to see her grow and not only have a passion for what you do, but now take that into the professional world?
1: Well, I, there, there are no words that can even come close to trying to describe that feeling or sentiment. I'll tell you that much, um, you know, and it's one of those where, you know, as um, Sophia's growing up in this case as she's growing up, and you kind of wonder, okay, right, we all think like, what are you going to be when you grow up? What are they going to be? And then they start to show their stuff in various ways. And it's really cool. And um, she had an interest in fashion design early on. And I thought, oh, maybe she'll do that. And I obviously thought about my mother, whatever. And, um, but the feeling to see that happen is just pure joy. And it's one of those where it's, all about you know her and her joy and finding her joy you know uh continuously you know wherever that road takes her and that's what it's about you it could be you know 20,000 miles away from me and that's okay because it's about her and I still carry that little flame inside me no matter what knowing that that's making her happy so uh yeah I love it that's
2: Wow, what a great answer.
0: (laughs) And (laughs) Sophia, yeah, put you on the spot with that one, man. Back to you, Sophia. (laughs) What about your feelings for your dad? Now that you've been able to grow up and see your dad and now get to work with your dad. How freaking cool is that?
3: It's, so freaking cool (laughs) cool.
1: um
3: and just everything he said like i do truly know that of course it's nice when you hear it but (laughs) (laughs) i do know he always has my best interest at heart whether it be something personal going on in my life or something going on in my career of course Mm -hmm. um but it's been so amazing and just like my perspective of who my dad is has shifted or not really shifted it's just grown to see him as such a professional being and how hard he's worked to get to where he's at. And his brain blows my mind every day. I'm like, you just said that out loud, but it was kind of crazy and weird, but cool. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He just constantly inspires me even when he says, Really,
1: really weird stuff. Like, okay, we can
2: cut this. <laughs> I mean, it in a good
0: way, though. I yeah, truly of mean it no editing way. here, bro. Of
1: course.
0: <laughs> no, that's awesome. Well, that's awesome. You, you can tell just in and having the conversation with you how proud both of you are of each other, how cool it is, how close you are that not only you can work together, um, but still love each other. I'll tell you that because, uh, like I said from the beginning, I don't know. Me and my wife laugh about it all the time there's no way in hell we could work together. Um, <laughs> even though we love each other to death, it's just one of those right, things, right. but it's cool to see that. Thank you guys for joining us. You know, it, please, if you're listening, like, share, comment, go check out Arthur Elliott. Um, they're an amazing group. You know, if you're looking for any help specifically from a marketing standpoint or telling a story or getting your, your brand out there, or maybe your brain just needs a refresh, maybe you need to figure out who you truly are. And, and they're, philosophy of human and ideas and getting down to the truth is really what everybody wants not only in life but what you should want for your business as well and I can't tell you enough how much I think Arthur Elliott can support your business and uh, and beyond that they support our community and they're a company that we can be proud of uh, to be right here in Charlotte so you know Lee Sophia thank you guys so much for joining us um, I'm it's a pleasure to virtually meet you I hope to meet you in person soon and I'm so excited that we got connected with you guys to share this 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 small story and a big story story of arthur elliott uh but it's one that i think will a lot of people will connect with and really enjoy listening to
1: oh that's wonderful thank you for the opportunity it's been a blast you guys are great thank Thank you you all appreciate it
0: we enjoyed it absolutely until next time you've been listening to this episode of the brand builders podcast you've been listening to the brand builders podcast brought to you by the Dunstan group with your host scott Dunstan and brian young For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.